to The Study, Episode 1. The Study is a magical place to better your craft. You can visit The Study at themagicdepot.com forward slash study. There you'll find the essay in which this episode is based, some show notes, the archives, and special promotions for free magic, discount magic, and combo offers. You can also contact me through the site to leave listener mail. Let's get started. Where does magic come from? You know, magic doesn't hide from us. It's there in plain sight. The problem is it it fools us, especially us magicians. We don't always recognize the incredible when we see it or hear it or feel it. This episode isn't about where magic products come from, i.e. where magic ends up on the shelf in a magic shop or, or in your junk drawer. This isn't about how to create a product either. I can do a future article and podcast about that if you want. Just let me know in the comments. Today we're, we're talking about magic plots. We're talking about where magic tricks come from. What's the source of, of all this amazement? Where do those of us who create magic tricks for a living get our ideas? The reason, in my opinion, that regular people have difficulty recognizing potential magic plots in their everyday life is because the incredible is actually quite mundane. Certainly when when unperformed. You are not a regular person, though, are you? You're a magician. That's why you're reading this essay or listening to this podcast. And even once we know what we're looking for, magic in the raw... Not everyone knows how to turn it into a trick, a topic that demands a separate episode for sure. Creating magic from scratch requires fluency and composition. I'm, I'm sure you can recognize music, but for most of us, and this includes me in a, a big way, we don't have the ability to create new music. In the wild, Magic is absent the magician. The, the plot is raw and must be pieced together with other ideas. In fact, sometimes the magic we see out in the world must be reversed before it's understandable theater. There, it reminds me, in the, in the movie Five Card Stud, uh, it's an old western, uh, Dean Martin's character says, Funny thing about gold, it doesn't start to look like gold until it's made into money. Magic is similar. A miracle isn't all that amazing until it's performed. We're distracted only for a moment by the broom in the corner that suddenly falls and smacks the floor. But if a magician counts to ten and the broom falls over on his command, it's magic. So how can we predictably, reliably, create new plots, or, or add new scenes to our shows. My default example is from an interview I gave years ago. I was asked how I come up with plots, either for magic tricks or novels or short stories. Really, in, in my mind, they all come around the same way. So a magic trick is very similar to a plot in a book. First, I notice the world around me. In this case, during the interview, it was raining outside. I could hear the rain on the roof, and I could see the drops chaotically streaming down the glass window. My, my observation was rain, which isn't hard to observe when it's raining. Rain 
is ordinary. Even though water's power is immense and its chemistry is vital, rain is familiar. Second, I I apply to the observation one of a number of techniques. The easiest technique to teach and to utilize quickly is reversal. Outside becomes inside. From this, we get raining inside. If it were truly raining inside, chances are you'd call a roofer, not grab your journal to record the idea. The interviewer was shocked at how quickly something new evolved. Now, technically, magicians and con men have made it rain or supposedly made it rain or at the very least promised precipitation for years, probably since our species first developed agriculture in need of rain. There's even a magic trick that gives magicians the power to make it appear to rain outside. It's known as the rainmaker. Uh, Indoor monsoon, however, was, as far as I'm aware, a brand new idea. At least it was to me, which is all that mattered for the example. Researching the published record is something we would discuss in an article or podcast about product development. Methods usually take longer to solidify than the plot. An idea for a trick can hit you suddenly, and you may work for years perfecting the method or even just coming up with one. For the sake of the interview, I offered a couple of ideas on method for ways of making rain appear indoors. I speculated the magician might sprinkle water on a cloth, freeze it, then use the warmth of his hand or the ambient temperature of the room to thaw the water droplets. On the correct type of cloth, it might look like the water is from falling droplets. Alternatively, the droplets could be under the cloth, and the fabric slowly makes contact with the counter. Uh, The droplets would soak through the fabric and manifest visually. Hand gestures from the magician would, of course, cause the audience to look up from the ceiling and then down to the cloth. There might have been another method or two. I I don't remember now. It seems like I mentioned this in a Mr. Gadfly article years ago. I didn't reveal the best method, though. It's a low-tech, cheap way of making it rain inside or out, and I wouldn't want to step on any Rainmaker toes. Rainmaker's an amazing trick. It's clever, so much more versatile and easy to use than my quick and dirty ideas alluded to here. But I still won't forget about that idea. Over time, it might become something innovative. So reversal is one technique. Connection is another. When you're out of ideas, take two unrelated things and mix them together. Connect them. I I just smile because I I pictured that cartoon cat dog. Uh, An example for the sake of this essay, uh, I see a TV remote on the table in front of me and next to it is a candle. To create a trick with these two items, I might have a single taper candle or use a birthday cake candle for a close-up theme, have a spectator light it, then use the remote to turn off the flame, pause it, rewind, and fast-forward it, that kind of thing. Or I I might use my phone and pretend it's a remote or something like that. For the connection technique, the two objects or concepts do not have to be unrelated. You can take an ordinary pencil, for example, the point at one end and an eraser on the other. These two objects go together, so much so that the Supreme Court ruled against the patent in 1875. I digress. Thus, the audience isn't suspicious of a pencil the way they are of a trick with a birthday candle and a TV remote. In this way, familiar is safe. Though, in my opinion, unusual is often more entertaining. Suspicion is a wonderful component to build up. Connection is just bringing together two ideas or objects and then playing around with them to see if there's some magic potential there. 
So the rain idea is basically rain in an impossible location. I used reversal to arrive at the plot, but anything in an impossible place can be turned into a magic trick. Leaves growing down your fingers instead of along the branch of a tree, for instance. Uh, Often picturing an ordinary thing in an extraordinary place or position is enough to sprout a, a new magic trick. So where does magic come from? Magic comes from observation, which is often magical on its own, if you know what you're looking for. Then the observation, the phenomenon... Uh, gets a little manipulation from the composer, whomever is creating the trick, and then the magic comes to life when the magician performs it. Magic comes from the world around you. It's hiding in plain sight, unperformed. If you think sunsets are the most magical thing in the universe, start there. Reverse. Connect. The magic comes from you. Give these techniques a try and let me know how they work for you. Post your thoughts or questions or examples in the comments. And that's it for this episode. Please open a browser right now and type in themagicdepot.com forward slash study. It's a magical place to better your craft. The website features exciting bonus content, the archives, and special promotions for free magic, discount magic, and combo offers. Also, please take a moment to subscribe to this channel and to my newsletter so we can stay in touch. Use the contact form or phone number on the site to share your thoughts with other magicians through this podcast. Thank you. Thank you.